Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Communications Corner podcast, where you will join two students on a journey into the world of marketing. I am your host, Nima, and I'm joined by my co-host, Indrit. <laughs> Here we'll explore successful and unsuccessful campaigns, what makes the world's biggest brands so popular, the latest news in the industry, and many more. Yes. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I, was, I was like, let me turn my phone on silent, let me make sure, and then I just get an email on my Mac. <laughs> was that you? Yeah, that was my Mac. Oh, that was okay. <laughs> um, First five quite, seconds. That's quite fitting because, you know, you don't, that's a sound effect that you don't hear on any, any other, other apart yeah. from Apple products. Yes. So, what are we talking about today? We are talking about Apple. Yeah. And no, we're not talking about the thing that fell on Newton. We're not talking about the fruit. We are talking about the global notorious company company, um, that has literally taken over our lives since uh, the introduction of their finest product, in my opinion, the iPhone. Um, And just with Apple and just the way they are, like when people think of marketing, right, they, they think of, you know, they divert to advertising, which is what we're studying right now. We have a module in advertising, but everyone goes to like the billboards and, you know, the the adverts that they see, the campaigns and all of that. What people don't realize is marketing is a lot bigger than just billboards and advertising and that sort of stuff. It's, you know, it encompasses a lot of things. And one of the most intriguing things for me personally in marketing is this concept of branding. I I love branding. I'm obsessed with it. Everyone loves branding. Yeah. Branding is, is so fun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's just how these companies become so notorious it's through branding it's not just the adverts that they post everywhere Mm -hmm. that that gets them famous it's the branding but the reason why people don't see branding because it's often in the background it's not something like physical that you can see people turn to adverts when they think of marketing because that's something that they see every day it's it encompasses our lives nowadays but branding is almost invisible it's like this silent sort of effect Mm -hmm. persuasive effect on people Uh, that brands have and you know if we're going to talk about branding there's no better case study than (laughs) the biggest brand i think in the world i mean what is their worth now apple brand worth get get up there yeah just to show the scale um of this company like oh they have dropped a little bit this year i wonder why that is that is interesting. Is this, is this, what are you looking at? Statista, uh, brand value, oh, okay. uh, 2006 to t- 2023. That's interesting, actually. Interesting. But, <laughs> I mean, it pales in comparison to any other company. The brand value in 2022 was uh, 947 billion. So they're reaching the trillions in brand value. That's just huge numbers. Uh, but they did drop to 880 this year. I wonder why that is. 880. Oh, yes. I- I, I just you just have to look at the environment, really. I mean, yeah, I mean? <laughs> today's economy is not, not looking like looking good. The best, so. so even a giant like Apple still can't survive taking hits. Yeah. Um, or go without taking hits from Precisely. the economy today. Um, it's yeah. I mean, obviously, Apple. I mean, they're re- they're releasing the Vision Pro as well mm. in, in February. So. You know, not a lot. I mean, obviously, there are some loyalists who are going to go and buy that. Mm. But at the same time, you know, it's just like, I don't know. I think not not disrespectful, but it's just like, like, damn, like not everyone is in the best financial position right now. Mm. You know, like 
like what's going on with you saying yeah buy our vision pro that's three thousand plus dollars yeah. it's just like mm, i don't know like the thing is i would contest you on that because despite the economy that we're in today <laughs> which is going to be a running theme um throughout all our conversations i feel like um i think yeah. if you look at just technology and where we're moving today vr and ar are just things, vir virtual reality and augmented yeah, reality, yeah, yeah. are just things that are brand new, fresh, like with all these things like AI. And, you know, it's companies' responsibilities to jump on that trend. And, you know, Apple in the, like, technology, software space, they've mm -hmm, always yeah. been innovative. So this is, for me, uh, when I look at them and the company's history and who they are, what they stand for, yeah. this just seems like a logical step for them to take. You know, if they don't jump on this now, then someone else will and fill the, the gap but in the market. I know I, that's, com that's completely yeah, valid. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, Apple as a brand, even if someone else, like even if Samsung hops on this mixed reality yeah. trend um, and ho ho Hawaii, 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 <laughs> if, if they hop on, <laughs> yeah. like, OK, cool. Apple, they will still have um, that the leverage of their brand. Mm. And it, it, once I enter that market, it's still gonna be they're still gonna be buzz for that product. They, I think, I personally think they will still dominate Samsung and um, Huawei and yeah. any other en entrants. Yeah, of course. Who just because of you know Apple, their brand equity yeah. and everything, just who they are, their loyalists. Um, but I don't know. I but yeah, no. Obviously, they have to you know start following. The, the the trend the trends the, exactly the big the big picture yeah. that is the metaverse yeah, yeah exactly yeah. in terms of brand, like marketing strategy that's the next big thing a uh, big jump in yeah. media in general just from video games to film to anything media yeah. is taking that step and you know they have to be at the forefront if they want to uh, keep up with competitors they have to take uh, that jump as soon as possible but okay, it's just yeah. You're right in saying that, like, because of their brand, they're able to just enter any space and just dominate. To, to an extent. To an extent. Like, to an extent. If, if like, Apple entered, like, the console space... Mm, no. And there's a reason why they haven't. No. But speaking of the console space, like, Apple have made jumps in, like, gaming and stuff. They well, it, when you look at, like, mobile games, you know, mm -hmm. Apple has been the forefront of that as well, you know. They've... Um, with the app store and gaming and that sort of stuff and you know all this microtransactions and yeah. all of this they've shaped that um, genre not genre of gaming <laughs> the platform of gaming yeah. Uh, yeah. they've shaped that as well through you know um, games on iPhone and that sort of stuff yeah. so um, even even in industries which they wouldn't be that successful in they always find a way to, to enter it yeah. take it innovate whatever mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you know even now with the iphone 15 uh that we've seen they have a new processing chip uh which a i actually did a17 a17 processing chip, chip yeah. which allows the iphone to run games triple a yeah games. triple a games the ones that you see like the big ones god Con of war console games, um and uh, all of those yeah. big leagues it's quite a huge leap impressive it's impressive you, know? you haven't you haven't messed around with that, have you? No, I saw a video of someone playing Resident Evil Village mm. on the 15 Pro. Yeah. And it poor frame rate and all of that. But then again, this is it's just it's a step in the right direction. Exactly. But it's just like, you know, right now, like 
VR games, mm. the graphics aren't the best. Mm. But like when you look at video games back in the day, <laughs> the graphics weren't the best. Just like ten years ago, like, just go back ten years. It, it, like PlayStation Three, Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty era, but now <laughs> um, the graphics tremendously. Yeah, like, it's. No words. It's, <laughs> exactly. It's, it's breathtaking. Yeah. The the improvement has been exponential. So, you yes, know, who has. knows where they'll go. But even in those industries, like, <laughs> that step now that I'm seeing, I'm now looking at the console industry. I'm like, what's going to happen to them? Are mm-hmm. they under, or like, are they under threat from Apple if they manage to incorporate big games? Because the only thing that the iPhone couldn't do uh, was, you know, bring these big, massive experiences like a console can run onto their iPhone, but they've mm-hmm. taken that step. What happens to the console market now? Like, where do they go? Will the consoles be abandoned? And I'm just looking at the timeline of consoles as like a platform, yeah, yeah. you know. Is it is it long before Apple takes over that space and demolishes it completely? Well, <laughs> I think it just goes down to preference, you see, because mm. then again, like, you have people who play PC and yeah. they're it's PC it can do a lot of things obviously you can you can go on the internet yeah. work whatever and play your games but then console is just it's not specifically designed for playing games you can go on Netflix and mm. whatnot you can watch films but it's just for gaming, gaming. that's the primary so purpose I think for people it's just it's just down to preference you see do, do they want everything just all converged into one device mm. me even though for like efficiency purposes, like okay, I have a phone. I don't need to go out and buy a console. Mm. I don't need to go out and buy a. I don't know if, if we're talking like maybe five years time, we probably won't even need computers. I don't know, like maybe because everything could be done on a phone. Yeah, like, literally. I mean, to an extent it can, but like obviously bigger screens and whatnot. But anyways, I'm just saying that I wouldn't want to have everything converge into one. Like say I would want to have my own console. I want to play on a TV. Um, I want to have my own laptop. You know, I will have my own phone to do the stuff on my phone. I don't want everything converged into one. I would like to have kind of separate things, you know, sorry, (laughs) dedicated to, you know, like kind of that activity that it's meant for, you know. So like console gaming, computer work, mobile, you know, YouTube, whatever. I don't... Convergence, not 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 the biggest fan. Okay. At at the moment. At At the moment. moment. It's interesting that you say that, though, because the whole premise of the iPhone back in the heyday was yeah, to yeah. converge Precisely. all these elements exactly. of your life into one. And everyone bought it because it's such mm-hmm, a fantastic mm-hmm. idea. Yeah. Everyone brought into it. There's not a person, whether it's Apple now who innovated that space or any yeah. other smartphone, who doesn't buy into converging all these elements. You, know, you don't course, have people like the rare amount who still buys a calendar and has a phone book. It just that's, doesn't that's, exist anymore. That's, that's true. It doesn't exist anymore. And I feel... That, you know, there'll always be rare exceptions like Nima, as always, rare exceptions. Um, yeah. <laughs> but well, it, it depends on the activity. For example, a calendar, right? Obviously, it's it's just, it's a calendar. But when you want to play a game, right, mm. you want to immerse yourself into, into the world of that game. You yeah. want to have, you know, a decent sized screen. You want to, you know, just have your time and space dedicated to that game. Not like, you don't want to be playing a game and all of a sudden, oh crap, we've got notification <laughs> from your boss you know um you know something's happened or whatever yeah yeah yeah, of course yeah it it depends and it's down to preference Mm. but then also with that you know iphone is limited by you know the the screen size and all of that of course yeah but when you you know you have those vr sets that you can plug your iphone into and it (laughs) generates have you seen those i've used one of those before i had one but 
No? no I don't know. I, I don't like it. Really? How come? I don't know. It's just the notion of putting your phone inside the, the, the device, the, the, the headset. headset, and then just wearing it. I was just like, I don't know. I'd rather have it all integrated into one thing. I want the VR to the to have its mm. own computer, to have its own system, yeah, yeah. you know, rather than me but slotting my phone. Yeah, yeah, of course. And that's you again, your yeah. rare case. But if we talk about the average consumer, like what's stopping uh, the VR headset just being an add-on to the iPhone like we have with the Apple Watch, like we have with Air, um, AirPods and all of that and all the other wonderful products that they've created. Gaming could just be like, oh, you want to experience full immersion in gaming? Well, you have your iPhone, which can r run like a supercomputer anyway. Just buy this add-on of a VR headset. Well, the Apple Vision Pro is its own separate thing right now, isn't it? Yeah. Right. But it, in the future, maybe if Apple wants to tinker with this idea, uh, you just buy this add-on, plug your phone in, yeah. and you know you're immersed. You're in the world now. Mm -hmm. You know, there's nothing. There's 360 vision, all of that. Yeah. You know, so there's very little stopping the iPhone from becoming again merging all more aspects of our lives, more experiences of our lives all together into one product. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Feel like personally, that's just how I feel. The um, the trends are going to move into right. And that's I'm constantly looking at the console market and being like, is there a ticking clock there? You know, is there mm. an expiry date on consoles as we know it? You know, uh, have they had their time? And is mm. Apple going to step in with AR and VR and innovate in that space again? Yeah, mm. these are these are all questions <laughs> for the future. But you never obviously. know, like everything is unpredictable you know the innovations that we've had the jumps and leaps that we've yeah. had in the last 20 years alone anything could happen um yeah. you know you never know when things are going to go you never know what trends can arise but uh as always you always expect apple to be at the forefront of that and take advantage of that as they've always have been but yeah uh, but i think we've we've talked enough about apple in the modern day Let's um, talk about Apple in the olden days. Yes, uh, back to their common, origins. Common era, BC era. <laughs> common era. So there was a man called Isaac Newton. He was sitting beneath <laughs> a tree, an apple fell on his head, <laughs> which gave birth to the notion of gravity, <laughs> the idea of gravity. <laughs> but no. Um, yes, Apple, 1976. Yes. Steve Jobs, Steve Wozniak, partners at a... Uh, I think it was HP. They mm -hmm. were at HP, and obviously, I think they went on to do their own thing, developing computers. Um, and then yeah, <laughs> you see, okay. So for those of you listening, we did record this episode before. <laughs> this is our second run right. because it didn't it didn't capture. Oh, our, we're breaking uh, the breaking the immersion. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's, it's a podcast, it's raw, mm. so, yeah. yeah, you know, it just didn't capture our our voices. But listen, right? on the bright side, there was a lot of things uh, last episode that we couldn't talk about, and hopefully we can fit that all in today, so... Um, it perhaps. Yeah, perhaps. It, maybe, perhaps, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Go on, um, continue. But continue. Yeah, no, no. Um, yeah, no, Apple, Steve Jobs, he's a great guy. He was a great guy. Was. He was a was great guy. Rest in peace. Um, we'll get on to him later but yeah no they were just making computers that's mm. it that's, I remember watching a video um, mm -hmm. and it gave a nice summary of what you know Apple was and is yeah but um, you know retention 
I wasn't able to retain much of it. Yeah, yeah. So. But I mean, they started from my knowledge. They started with the Macintosh. And back yep. in 1976, yep. the, the big innovation there was uh, home computers. Yes, that was yes. that was where everyone was moving the to. The big craze, you know. Yeah, yeah, computers. computers. But what, sorry, what's yeah, the on. equivalent of the craze of home computers now for us in this era? So back then, like, oh, the whole craze was, oh yeah, a computer in your house. Like, mm. obviously, you would see that probably like in libraries or at work, mm. or like having your PC, personal computer at home, would was like a big, was like a radical kind of idea. Yeah, I'm just trying to think, what is it now? So if you want to line up a product like that, it has to be a product that was out in the world and you can get in your home. Yeah, yeah. And now it's everywhere in it's, everyone's yeah, home. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. The, and for the craze and the, yeah. you know, the hype for it to yeah. be kind of similar. I'm just trying to Do you know, I was going to compare it to like the, the VR stuff now. Most but likely. Because I, that's actually, yeah, I would say so. Because mm. you would see like VR headsets and like, all of this in like shopping malls or like you mm. know arcades and games something yeah. that like you wouldn't see everyone owning um but now it's pretty prevalent in people's and soon they yeah. And yeah exactly know. so that's the best example so they're just doing it like they've always done taking advantage of these trends emerging yeah. technologies back then it was the home computer they started with the macintosh yeah. and um it's quite early actually 1976 i feel like the whole computer era was like 1990 Am I misremembering? Was that like no. the internet era? No, um, I would. Internet era was, I'd say, like nineties to two thousand. Right? Internet era. Yeah, maybe I'm misremembering. Mis Time period of internet. Um, internet. internet first started when? <laughs> okay, so the the birth of the internet, nineteen eighty three, and then. Home computers. Okay, so yeah, so we're two thousand kids, so we don't really. Yeah, exactly. We need we to. Do, we we really need to probably do our research because this is an art era. We were we were actually born. I think we were born at a good time. What I like to consider is like, we were born in the transition. Yeah, like we yeah, were born right in the yeah, transition. Yeah. Like we're young enough to remember. Even in if we look at Apple's timeline, we're young enough to remember the. Uh, the like Blackberries and flip phones. Yeah, I remember. And, yeah. I remember the Blackberry. I remember yeah. it was. It was just such a cool phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Liked. We used. To, I used to have um like dummy phones as well. Like mm. obviously it was the factual phone, but it just didn't work. Yeah. It had like a fake screen, but it was, it was, it was cool. I, I felt cool. Yeah, that. yeah, but, but no. Yeah, for me, I was young enough to still have a uh, like a flip phone, uh, entering yeah. secondary. <clears throat> Uh, before I jumped into the iPhone. Yeah. And now to like have the iPhone be part of our lives. But um, yeah, we don't know much about that whole era. But they, that's what I do know is that they started off in the computer era. They innovated there. Uh, and uh, that's when they started off. And since then, they've just been looking for new ways to innovate, to improve yeah. people's lives, mm -hmm. to uh, expand on technology and software and hardware and all that sort of stuff. But that's where they sort of started. Um, and I mean, listen. I'm listening. Yeah. For me, the most prevalent thing about Apple is this thing right here that I have on my desk is the iPhone. And okay. I think there's no other product that matches this thing. So I feel like I just want to jump straight into talking about it. You're a loyalist. That's what it is. All right. You're a all right. I'm not a lawyer. It's just. It, when we look at Apple, like there's no product that compares to this thing. 
no product. You're thinking, but stop thinking because I'm right. <laughs> of course, I know. I'm, I'm just, yeah. I'm just, I, I, I was just, I had like a mental Apple website open in my brain, and then I was just searching, searching through the product that they have, exact same interface, mm. exact same everything. Yeah, maybe but your no, your processing iPhone. speed is low because I managed to figure that out in. No, it's not about figuring it out. It was just, I opened the Apple Store in my head. Right. It was pretty cool, actually. You could try it. Yeah. Open a website in your mind. I'm constantly running. My thoughts then again, are constantly v, Then again, sorry, uh, not VR, not uh, M. It's MR, right? It's mixed reality. Mixed reality. Um, but what's, what's the difference? When you put on mixed reality is where you still see your surroundings, your environment, but then you would have, you could interact like so you could have like a screen or you could have like you, you, so, so it, AR augmented reality mm, that would be it no I, I that's a good question you asked yeah. I don't know the difference between yeah, yeah, AR and MR but mixed reality is you're mixing the digital reality yeah. with real life with yeah. real world right but AR augmented augmented reality is just augmenting the world that you're in reality Augmented reality, a view of the real world, physical world with an overlay of digital elements. Mixed reality, a view of the real world, physical world, mm. with an overlay of digital elements where physical and digital elements can interact. Physical overlay. Digital elements. It's literally, it's just said the same thing. A view oh, of the bugging. real world. Yeah. So physical world. The real world with an overlay of digital of elements. Digital elements where physical and digital elements can interact. Um, right, right. Okay, so mixed reality differs from augmented reality in the sense that uh, mixed reality, in mixed reality, uh, the augmented and the fake stuff can interact and change the real world. So like, um, it can display, let's say we've got a sign here, we've got the, because we're in our lovely Quest Radio, we've got the sign here, and if I had the mixed reality headset, if I spawn in like, I don't know, um, some sort of mini dragon or something, he can breathe fire onto that sign and it would light on fire. Right? Uh, and that would change the real world. But augmented reality is just spawning in, copy pasting fake stuff into the real world. Right? Um, Have I understood that correctly? You're asking the wrong person, you yeah. see. His processing speed is a bit slow. Apologies, it's, it's, it's not even about that. It's just I haven't. I I'm my knowledge on VR and AI is just is so. Well, we we had the we had the definitions that's right there. That's not sufficient. What do you mean not sufficient? That's it just, just told us. Yeah, but I that's uh, for me to read that definition or retain it is not enough. I I need to go and actually look into more sources. You do see. that. You do that. Um, <laughs> but no, I think that's something for another time. Mm, yeah. Um. But back to Apple again. Um, do you know what? Do you know what I just thought? I remember, like, in our last recording as well, we were talking about the origins of the Apple, like, you know, the logo. Right. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> I, gave, I gave this, because I remember hearing, <laughs> this is so dumb, mm. I remember hearing uh, somewhere that the, the logo came from uh, this guy during World War Two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you remember. So you this, just completely... Right. No, let me explain it first. This is fake, right? This is fake. And I've got the real story right here, which is nothing as, like, inspiring or groundbreaking. But I, I heard I heard this story of Alan Tur uh, Turning? Tu tuning? Alan Turing? Turing, Turing. That's it. I think, maybe. Um, this guy in World War Two, he did some incredible stuff, cracked, like... Um, codes for the Axis no, yeah, and managed to decipher a lot of the code during World War II 
uh, major advancements. He died by biting a poison apple um, later in his life. And the story was that uh, they got the apple from him. And, you know, the bitten apple was from Alan Turing. And I, I said that. <laughs> And then suicide. He died from suicide. suicide. Yeah. Accidental, Accidental cyanide, cyanide poisoning. poisoning. Yeah, yeah. But then somewhere I heard that, you know, that was the story behind it. And I searched up and it was false. And there's, do you know what? I did my research as well. And there's quite a few stories like this, like with the Newton thing. Um, okay. But it's just not true. And I was just really fascinated. People just created these stories and linked things together. That just wasn't the case. I just found that fascinating. I think when when I researched it, it was like the guy uh, who was designing the logo, he just didn't want it to look like a cherry. Right, so he just right. added the bite and he was like, yeah, I'm sorry, guys. It's not that fantastical. Does it really look like a cherry? Yeah. Anyone want to find out? <laughs> you just put your thumb over it. A little bit. You see, with a cherry... Hmm. If it had the the stem of a cherry is attached, yeah. If but this is this is this is a leaf, right? A yeah. cherry doesn't really have a leaf, does it? Yeah. So it does. The cherries do. Yeah, they do. But no, but normally when you think cherry, yeah, but you have the stem and you have the leaf as well that connects the two cherries. I'm thinking of a double cherry, but. Um, oh yeah, there, there cherry. You go. Yeah, yeah, and you have the leaf, but it's literally right here. It's written down like Jog, uh, Jog, Rob Bachanov, uh, graphic designer, yeah. said he he wanted to avoid any confusion with the cherry, and that was it. Um, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. but I mean, if we look at the logo as well, like we went from you know originally they had the Isaac Newton scene, right? Yeah, and they had the whole image, like just search out. It looks so fantastic. It looks like a whole painting. Apple yeah, no, OG. I've seen it. It's like a nice logo. illustration. Yeah. Black and white Apple Computer Co. And it has Newton with the Apple. And it's black and white. It looks like a whole portrait. And I was just wondering, like, they've... And a lot of companies have done this, right? They go from having a logo as incredible and intrinsic as that to what we see nowadays with logos and brands is they just have the most simple clean clear-cut logo and you can search any old company and they've done this over time they've just simplified and simplified yeah. nowadays we just have the standard gray apple like even back in the 2000s like they've had the shiny ones and they've had it like had with the, an outline um, the colored one yeah the, the colored the, one that they the, jumped to the rainbow one yeah um they've had the shiny one the silver with shadows and highlights and now it's just gray and flat <laughs> and it's Simple, yeah, sleek. sleek, and just in branding in that sort of sense, like that's where companies have jumped to now. It's just simple, clear, identifiable. You know, it would just be difficult to just imagine the the old logo, the classic logo. It would just be difficult to have that everywhere, and it wouldn't be identifiable. It yeah, would be confusing, would... messy to look at. Now we just have the clear cut Apple. And everyone knows it. Everyone knows what that is. As soon as you see it, right, that's Apple, that's iPhone, that's whatever. And that's just the way brands move today. Like, I think that was the example that you told me as well with, um, what was it? What company? Was it a bank? Nationwide. Nationwide. And they recently did a rebrand as well. We were talking about this. Nationwide, yes, done a, a nice rebrand. Mm -hmm. It was very, 
I don't know. It was a little bit spontaneous because mm. I I didn't remember reading anything or they. I mean, because I'm I'm I bank with them. You yeah, know, I have an account with them. Um, I was expecting like an email. Mm-hmm. I, they may have sent an email about like we you know doing some in house changes and you know doing some rebranding, but I don't remember. But it was it was it was very spontaneous, but it was very nice, you know. Uh, in fact, I had to get my card replaced recently because um, some transaction was being made on my card. Oh, it was I have no idea where it came from, and then they I had to freeze my card. And I contacted them. I was like, "Yeah, someone was making a transaction, and you blocked my card. Um, wh- what to do now?" So we had to replace it. And one of the questions I asked the uh, customer service mm. kind of uh, individual um, was, "Am I getting the new card, or are you going to send me the old card, <laughs> yeah. the n- new logo, and everything?" They're like, "Well, it depends, because we still have old cards, yeah. you know, and we have to get rid of them, but." Uh, we we may send you the new ones, but mm. thankfully I got the new ones, and you know it looked nice. It looked yeah, fun, it, looked, yeah. it looked really nice. So. There's something really appealing about those sleek designs, like yeah. the nationwide logo. They went from, and you know it's still simple, the old one, but it's again it's still like, like no, looking at simpler, it. it's just more simpler nicer, like before it was like a, there was this house or thing, and then the, there was a sun behind it and a factory, and it was like what's going on here. But now the logo is just, and it just uses shapes. Like it doesn't even have a proper outline of a house, but you know exactly what it looks like. It just has a half a circle pretty much to signify the sun and then the outline of a shape of a house. And with the shadow, like the absence of the shape, you can get the 3D image of a house yeah. there. It just looks really nice. And I feel like that's where all brands are going with, with their logos, just yeah. being more simplistic, mm-hmm. appealing to like iconography, shapes symbolism that sort of stuff i'm curious to know at one point are we gonna go back to the old way of doing things yeah yeah like one person's gonna you know set up his company and he's gonna say okay i want to make my logo he looks at all the logos that are made currently Mm. you know in terms of how their their modern contemporary appeal like Mm -hmm. nationwide for example and he he may say or he or she may say i don't know i, I don't want to conform to what other people are doing yeah i i just want to go i want to do something more traditional yeah um so who knows who knows i think when we look at the the state of the world today where we are Logos. yeah and you know just what we have how our world functions today yeah. we're like big media you know we, in terms of like being bombarded with ads and stuff, and you know, there's sort of we're overstimulated yeah. as individuals. We yeah. have ads and stuff to look at everywhere we go, uh, on our internet, on our phones, on you know YouTube with ads and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And companies have to work really, really, really hard to capture our attention. And one yeah. way of doing that is just having a clear image in your head. So as soon as you see that thing there you go, you've got the brand done. And it works with all like major brands. You've got it with McDonald's and their arches, you know, famous back in the day. What was McDonald's logo before? It was a, like a happy person, I think. Like <laughs> McDonald's it. logo, old logo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and this, oh God, that looks like weird. A, like, a, like a chef or something. Yeah. Uh, 
Is it the one with the, the bow tie and the... Yeah, yeah. The checkered, not checkered, the kind of striped... Yeah, 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 that yeah. one. I'm looking at the same thing. Coast to coast. And they've gone from that, uh, McDonald's hamburgers, and it looks like cartoonish almost, a bit more. And now, McDonald's. you just have the arches. And even before, like, um, they went from having an outline, like a silhouette with the arches and the I'm loving it, and they've just ditched that for the arches. Just the arches, flat, yellow... Exactly, in 2006. (laughs) And that's just because in our busy, hectic lives today, with all the media that we're consuming and everything, you know, companies and brands are desperate for our attention. And how do they do that? By portraying a simple image. If your image Mm -hmm. is too complicated, in the two seconds that I'll look at your brand, I won't register anything. However, if I see the clear, simple image of just the Apple or the, the Arches or whatever company you can think of today you know in that two seconds that I catch a glimpse of your brand, you know what it is. You've yeah. identified it and it's registered with you. Mm-hmm. So I feel like just in the way of media and stuff today, we'd have to deconstruct our daily lives and change our daily lives in order for brands like that to be relevant. Mm-hmm. There'll be rare cases as there always is, but just with Apple and all these other big, big companies, big, massive brands, you know, that's just what they've had to do today to yeah. capture our attention. Yeah, attention captured. Yeah, so ladies and gentlemen, we're just going to go have a quick break and uh, we'll uh, be back in a short while. Take care. back <laughs> yes we're back from our break we were, t- we were just deliberating like how do we cut back in yeah. <laughs> no that was funny well, we're but, back yeah what did you say deliberating yeah what does that mean deliberate like contemplate just discussing discussing that deliberating. Sort of interesting i'll add that to my lexicon <laughs> lexicon um, i need to add lexicon to my lexicon <laughs> to <your> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Add um dictionary to your dictionary yeah um yeah we were talking about brands and yeah uh, logos and trying to create a simplified sim- simplified simplified logo yeah. uh, you know because obviously attention spans are waning hmm. do you know how that's your lexicon waning <laughs> <laughs> um, attention spans are being reduced and therefore if you want to leave a, a long lasting impression, impression and capture attention and capture attention you want to have something simple so that's a very astute yeah. observation yeah. But there's there's um, just so much that goes behind the brand. And I think one standout thing that oh I just I love talking about this guy is the the man himself, Steve Jobs. And just I was gonna say something, but yeah. I don't know. Go on. It, it, Go it, it wouldn't be child it wouldn't be friendly on the Okay. On the <laughs> and, and say it, Nima. <laughs> say it. Go on. No, it's, 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 it includes a rude word. Tone okay. or notification. All right. Well. All right. Listen, it's it's a running thing for me. I interrupt the podcast with something. Uh, you know what? I'll, we'll let it start in this podcast. Oh, okay. Apple. You know, yeah, yeah. Do you know what? It would be that's nice there. to have a soundscape. Should I just turn yeah. on all my notifications and just have like... 
pinging every five seconds. Every yeah. few seconds. But I think part of the brand as well, and in its early days before Steve Jobs passed away, he was just such an important figure to the brand, like in terms of like a figurehead. And, you know, a lot of businesses today with their CEOs and just in general, they're just not really that visible. <clears throat> they're not present. They don't got... Well, today... Ooh, okay. Today, do you know what? I've just contrasted myself a little bit. But today, I feel like more CEOs are trying to make a brand for themselves, like their own personal brand. Mm -hmm. But just in general, when you think about CEOs, they're just not in the forefront. When you say personal brands, podcasting is, is one thing that they do. I literally went to Stephen yeah, Bartlett yeah. straight away and I was like, um, you know. You have like Elon Musk, mm. Jeff Bezos. Mm. Um, they all pop in on podcasts, making yeah. appearances. Because, you know, like you said, they want to have their own personal yeah. brand. And it's important, like, just career-wise, you know. Um, yeah. Just to bring up Stephen Bartlett, like, he left Social Chain at some point. I can't remember when. What's Social Chain? Social Chain is his company. It's, uh, it's like marketing agency, but through social media. And I don't know if they do it for businesses or is it just for individuals to help them grow on social media and that platforms. That's the th They've dominated the social oh. media space in terms of marketing. When you say individuals, like... Influence. I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure. It might be businesses on social media. It might be just influencers, that sort of stuff. Um, but they just specialize in social media. But he left the company. And just it's so valuable to have a personal brand like Stephen Butler. He has the podcast. He has all these stuff. He has connections. People know him. Yeah. He's yeah, notorious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, people contact him all the time for sort of opportunities, that sort of stuff. But, uh, you know, a personal brand is so important. But... Even for the company, having a figurehead like Steve Jobs, you know, a salesman, not just a creator, a salesman is just, yeah, is so valuable. And I just, I remember before we sat down, um, I, I was rewatching the original like iPhone announcement in 2007 mm -hmm. and I was just, I was blown away. I was blown away just listening to him, uh, you know, yeah. lead up, build up the product and, you know, we've got something brand new to show you guys. And uh, my first thought was like, damn, like products are just not announced like this anymore. It's just, there's no mm -hmm. like, it's not grandiose. It's not on a stage. It's not, uh, do you want to add that to your lexicon? <laughs> grandiose. No. I, oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, I was trying to, <laughs> but obviously his vocab is really good. But um, no, but it's it was a reminder to use that kind of uh, word. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, but it's just not done so, in this grandiose yeah. way where uh, the... So I have him like right here. I just, I want to find the bit where he announces it. Um, but just being on stage, like almost theatrical, which mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a big sucker for anyway. Um, yeah. And just announcing your product like that rather than just, obviously I get media and, you know, short clips and and attention spans, you know, but it's just, I, it was almost nostalgic for something that I never experienced. Like I want products to be announced this way before because it's so... Yeah, so captivating yeah, yeah. but just the way i'm i mean apple still does their product announcements in this sort of fashion i mean mm. maybe like for apple vision pro they did have like a live audience okay um but like apple event apple events i mean it's it's not live per se mm. but like you know everyone's tuning in in their homes yeah. at, at the comfort of their own homes My i don't know they still did huge, that you know, apple events wow. are a huge thing wow. like it's 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 like i mean it's it's like you know, like E3. E3, that's what's like up for E3, game. but like everyone's doing their own thing. Now. Yeah. So like Ubisoft, they do Ubisoft Forward. So they announce their games, yeah. updates, whatever. But like PlayStation Apple, has PlayStation, PlayStation State, State of, of Play. Play. Exactly. Yeah. That's a good example. 
Uh, there's a, I think there's a there's a new one. There's a new state of play coming up soon as well. Oh, yeah, nice, yeah. nice, interesting. But anyways, Apple event, Apple event, like they still kind of do their announcements in, in that sort of fashion, but maybe not not too yeah. theatrical. But does it compare to Steve Jobs on Nothing stage? Nothing will compare. No, to that. Will no, because he's just it's, such a personality. He's yeah, just in yeah. terms. Of, if you look at self branding as something I'm obsessed with, like he's just he's yeah. he's nailed it. He nailed it. I, I saw I saw a. Or tweet a <coughs> an X post an X an X post. <laughs> Thanks, Elon. Um, and it was about how when Steve Jobs wanted to recruit people, mm. he would take them out to a restaurant and like have beer with them. Yeah. Um, but it was it was a thread from a like a fact sort of a Twitter. Yeah. Of, uh, you know, I'm gonna say Twitter here, a Twitter kind of fact page. Yeah. But um, it was I read the comments and I was like, okay, so what is what's gonna happen if he's Muslim? You know. He's not gonna. He's gonna be like, nah, you, 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 you haven't no. passed. No. Nah, yeah, I can't hire you. Nah, I'm sorry. Nah, you know, no, I don't know how that would fare no with. Beer? You don't <laughs> beer. beer. What? Yeah. Well, yeah. alcohol-free beer. Yeah, yeah. You know, we. I'd go for that. I was just. I no? Disgusting. I don't. I don't I have, I've tried beer and I've tried alcohol, like free beer. Not it. I don't get it. No. Maybe like if social convention dictates, I should have beer in that kind of obviously not an alcoholic. Yeah. Beer in that kind of social context. You'd yeah, go for I will it. go for it. For example, a tavern. You mm. wanna have? You wanna have? I think that sounds ale, but anyways, we're going a bit off topic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But. Do you know, I was just thinking that as well. I was like, oh, I want to do that. Like, if I if I run a big company, I want to, like, interview people Make, make it way. informal. Like, informal, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's just... And you just learn so much from people just by... Yeah. In, like, I'm just really fascinated with the interviewing space today. But again, off topic. Um, but he just, he just nailed the branding mm. thing. And it's just stories like that as well. I didn't know that until... I was today years old <laughs> when I found yeah. out that Steve Jobs interviewed... interviewed past tense people uh like that to hire in his company but he just nailed the self-branding thing he you know with his turtleneck that's just icon when people think turtlenecks they think steve jobs cristiano ronaldo yeah i think cristiano ronaldo steve jobs okay yeah you think whatever you want they think steve jobs no one else no one else how can a man like attach himself to a piece of clothing like that. Mm. It's just, there's so much power behind it. You've got the turtleneck uh, in the, the video. The glasses. The glasses, the receding hairline, which... The, the this, he does this as well sometimes. Oh, the little... He, he does like, like a little, like... Is that where that came from? Did he do that no, as well? No, but it, like, if you type Steve Jobs, there are pictures of him and he... And he is, is, is he... Is he he's like yeah, like yeah, that. it's that one. No, 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 it's it's the cross-armed and he has the, the hand on his chin or that sort well, of stuff. There's a picture of him. I'm, I'm not going to flip the monitor because it's going to disrupt yeah. everything. But Steve Jobs Steve images. Jobs and then... Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, that one. one That's yeah, his yeah. pose. That's his pose. Yeah, his pose. Yeah, just... When, when you think about personal branding, he's just nailed all of it. Like, he's just... Everything about him is iconic. Like, yeah. just the outfit, and he nailed everything. And just him... Man, what a great guy, man. Amazing guy. Screw cancer. Yeah, honestly. Man. It was tragic, tragic. He would, he left the planet too soon. Well, imagine what he would have done with oh. the company now. Um, that's, that's interesting. What would the direction for Apple be? Yeah. Steve Jobs, yeah. I mean... Would it be any different? I mean, we'll get into the new CEO uh, in a bit. Tim um, Cook. Tim Cook. 
But um, I mean, for his time and what he was, and you know, I I talk a lot about, um, and I think a lot about, you know, in business having your CEO being like a creator, an artist, or whatever. Yeah. And the difference between being an artist or creator, or an inventor, and the difference between uh, difference of having your CEO be a salesman as well, mm-hmm. and there's a huge difference. I think people who create, you know, they can make good products, and you know creating incredible things but if you don't have the sales skills and you know the personality to go and sell them and talk to people you're just really limiting your business mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. and we've had examples like the the jack project that we worked on yeah um the guy created incredible products um fantastic genuinely and i'm not just sugarcoating it here there were some incredible Very products aesthetic it had, yeah. it had its own because it, it's handmade yeah. it, it was we're talking about like cups and plates and that sort of thing he was an artisan yeah was he, was. Was very, he was a very um, what's the word is he artistic just, it's just you can't describe the man as artistic he just oozes oozes like, it gives you, gives you Da Vinci yeah of yeah you know, that sort of man. stuff he's, he's like the modern Da Vinci exactly maybe that's a little bit yeah that was a bit strange but, but like the products to, were good yeah they like, were good they were, they were nice however like, unfortunately know. when we were working with him um, like the you know the way he interacts the way he sells himself just wasn't good enough to capture people's intention yeah. and it was sad because people would stop like me and I, uh, me and my friend I don't want to <laughs> drop his name here uh, we went to his stall like we went to where he sold the yeah. products and stuff. where was it again? <clears throat> it was in it wasn't in Camden was it? no uh, it wasn't in Camden I'd be lying if I said Spitalfields but I don't know why no Spitalfields no it's not Spitalfields is, is that is that near here? yeah it's it's just a bit west from our okay. campus Um, it's not Spitalfields it's something else it's something else. Uh, but okay. we went to the market where he sold stuff. And people were actually like, when they would walk by, and I clocked all the people like who were walking by, they would stop and they would look at his products. And he just had it on like, you know, his bike. Like he had the wooden... No simple. interaction from him. No prompt. Like Unless unless they would approach him to talk, he wouldn't talk to them. Oh, okay. And I, I was just like, man, what are you doing? What yeah, you do, and I'd notice, and I looked at people. Issue. It was so simplistic. There was no branding, and you had other stalls selling food and stuff, and they had like logos and decorative and colors. He was very simple, just his products on that wooden. If he literally stall. just spray painted his logo, like, yeah. or like a template, yeah. and just or I think it's called a template or something like that, and then they just spray paint yeah. his logo. And then uh, that that's your branding done. There's something at least. But even then, even with ignoring all logos and stuff, people would stop to look at the products. Yeah. And they would be intrigued and they would give it a few seconds exactly. of thoughts, which is really, they would fully stop in place. And yeah, multiple people yeah. did this. But because he didn't just engage them in conversation, the he didn't issue. push it. And his his idea was, oh, I don't want to bother people. Really? That was his whole thing. I don't want to bother people. Oh, really? If you were there, you would have backed me on this. I wish I had you there. Because that was, and I was like, mate, you're here to sell and to make money. If you have to be a salesperson, you have yeah, to be. Yeah. You have to engage people. You have to draw them over. You can't expect them, and you can't rely oh, on them. Poor excuse. <clears throat> poor excuse. Very poor excuse. But it just goes to show when you're not in that business mindset, when you don't have that sales per- person like mindset, it's really difficult to sell and make your business grow. Yeah. But to take it back to Steve Jobs, he was both. He was both the creator. What did he even? What did he do again? Like he created the software, right? Steve Jobs. 
Yeah, I know, but what do you mean he created the software? The, what did he create for Apple back in the heyday? Like the he he did software you stuff. You mean no? like when he he created a operating system? Operating system. That's the and thing. then that operating system was purchased by Apple. And then, yeah. 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 Um, but he not only had the technical ability, he had the the sales ability, and just him on stage and just the way he talked. Like, I'll play you a little clip when he. Um, the first one. You can hear it, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> is a widescreen iPod with touch controls. Just look at his smile. You can't see it, but. I can't see it. <laughs> yeah, his little second. smile. Is a revolutionary mobile And the third is a breakthrough internet communications device. <laughs> less, less cheering on that one there. So, three things <laughs> a widescreen iPod with touch controls a revolutionary mobile phone, and a breakthrough internet communication device. An iPod, a phone, a phone, and an internet communicator. An iPod, <laughs> a phone. Are you getting it? These are not three separate devices. This is one device. And we are calling it iPhone. Oh, just... Just... What a legend, isn't it? Yeah. What a legend. Just the build-up and just the, the, the stage presence. And, you know, even his voice is, like, not dominating. He has a very, like, soft voice. But it's just... Just the way he builds it up, the humor, all of that. He was such an asset to his company. And yeah, I think his just... His were really good. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And just, it's just so important to have a figure like that in your company, not just as a leader, but... Who is the next S Steve Jobs? Who is Steve Jobs of today? I know who you think the next Steve Jobs is. It's not Elon Musk. Oh, okay. Elon Musk is totally different. Mm. When I say Elon Musk, right? Elon Musk is like Tony Stark. <laughs> Tony Stark, but the man, he's running Starlink, mm. Tesla, his Neuralink company. Or yeah. with the, the, I think they. I read in an article uh, yesterday that they've implanted, they've got approval to implant it in humans now. Ah. Neuralink, yeah. Oh, and no. And they've, they've done like one test so far. Um, I but, don't you know, know feel about that. <laughs> It's Elon, it's Elon Musk. Elon Musk. If Elon anyone's gonna, Musk. if so, anyone's gonna do it, it'll be him. But the man, like, I, I was, I was listening to another podcast of his, and he's, he's. This is like a twenty twenty one podcast. So mm. I don't know if his lifestyle and his way of things have changed. I mean, obviously with Twitter now in in his possession, um, but he has six hours sleep, and he runs so many businesses. And it, it, Joe Rogan was like, "I don't know if you do it, man. He's like, I don't know. I just, I just do it. You know what I mean." <laughs> He's like, do you work on weekends? I'm like, he's like, yeah, uh, but sometimes, like, you know, I would try to work less and, you know, spend time with my kids and whatnot. But um, he, he says he will work until, like, you know, one, two in the morning, and then he will still manage to fit in six hours of sleep. And he was like, is that enough for you? He was like, yeah, it's enough for me. I mean, anything less than six hours, I You're done. 
productivity just decreases. Mm. But um, like, yeah, I'm just thinking like Elon Musk is different from mm. like he's just in a, in my opinion, he's just way ahead than Steve Jobs. He's just he's got so many things going mm. on and. It's he's doing it for the betterment of humanity though. Like yeah. when 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 he talks about it, I don't know if it's virtue signaling and whatnot, but well, with Neuralink, we can argue okay, how putting, good that is. Like, but yeah, yeah, like in terms Starlink of and all of that, like he was talking about, like you know, colonizing Mars, mm. Mars, and like you know, interplanetary, yeah. kind of uh, very living like and like sci-fi esque concepts. Me, we're deviating, but it's okay. It's a podcast. Yeah. Um, I've never been interested in space travel and like mm. interstellar stuff, like sci-fi and all of that. Oh, but like, I love it's, it. It's it's just such a fascinating thing. Like, I'm genuinely curious to learn more about mm. it. Like, oh, I'm getting excited. Yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> you know, I'm just it's Elon Musk. Oh, man, I love that guy. <laughs> he's so he's so cool. Yeah. Oh, Elon. Oh, I can't even meet him. Yeah. Man. So that would be the I'll day. I'll give him a nice ki- kiss on the cheek. Okay. Elon Musk, thank you. Okay. Yeah, but I, I want to learn more about him, yeah. you know. But I think where where Elon Musk and, you know, Elon Musk runs all these things. Like, he's a powerhouse. He has all these he business is, under he control. Is. <sighs> Elon yeah. Musk. Where <laughs> Elon Musk is like Khalil's Andrew Tate. Yeah, Andrew, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah we, well, <laughs> Khalil's been, he's been named like three times <laughs> in our yeah, conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, we, we all have like our own idols. For me... Right now, idols. No, I okay. That's oh, that's a dangerous word. Okay, apologies. Really? <laughs> Stop for a while. Um, idols. What's a what's a role models? Word? Sources of inspiration. Yeah. Sure. Let's call them that. Source yeah. of inspiration. He's a source of inspiration. Sure. Yeah. Um, not someone. Not someone we idolize. No. Yeah. yeah that's, that's a. It's it's, it's a, just a general term that we use today. Like, yeah. but not to confuse not, it with actual sure, idolization sure, sure, sure. but it's just someone who inspires us yeah, yeah, like yeah. we all have in our friend group we all have that one person who in, inspires us in a different way or yeah, like yeah. a big business professional for me right now that would be Stephen Bartlett I'm obsessed with yeah. like his podcast you know we all have those individuals yeah, yeah, um, but with Steve Jobs I feel like just in terms of you know the stage presence the you know that sort of communication um, announcing the products that sort of stuff I feel like that's where he goes above and beyond, mm-hmm. you know. Where Elon Musk, even though he's like notorious now for everything that he does, yeah, yeah. in terms of the stage presence and that sort of stuff, yeah. And he does. Whenever I hear him talk, he wouldn't strike me as a guy who's like that engaging on stage, even though he's fascinating to listen to. Perhaps. What do you mean by engaging on stage? Like, as in like. Trying to draw the crowd's attention. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, he could I, do it in like a laissez-faire way. Like, it's sort of, do you want to add that to your lexicon? <laughs> that's a French word. Yeah. <laughs> I know. But, um, I'm just testing you. No, uh, I know. I know laissez-faire. Yeah. Hands off. Um, yeah. But, um, that's business management. Sure, but it's also a, it's also a, sure. it's, a, it's, a it's a way of... It's uh, where we know it from, from A-level uh, business. No, not, not even that, I know it from history as well. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's also a way of, it's also a way of, it's like a political sort of, like a way of governing people. Oh, like, yeah. if, if you're talking about medieval times, medieval times, like, a lot of the government was a laissez-faire, so mm. they just didn't do much. With like, what, the government? Yeah, oh. government, yeah. I thought, I was, I thought you were referring to monarchy, like after Magna Carta, especially in England and that sort of stuff. No, 
I don't even know what Magna Cosmic oh, okay. is. You need to do your research. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll look into that. Um, do you want to spill what Magna Carta Oh, is? it was just sort of like a... Is it, is it an era? And is it like Magna Carta was a document. So the current oh. king... Yeah, you know. And he signed the document saying, okay, I'm going to withdraw some of my power to the people because people were getting oh, fed up yeah, with the monarchy yeah. and how much sure, power they sure, had in England. Sure, sure. And so... Maybe... maybe uh, I, I don't know. You've I, heard I, of I, it. You've heard of it. I know okay. you've heard of it. But anyway. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Um, but um, what was I saying? What were you saying? Um, Elon Musk on Elon on stage. Elon Musk on stage. Yeah, like for example, like w- when he does announcements for like Tesla mm. with the Cybertruck, or if he's releasing like I remember when the Model X when it came out, the Model X, the the uh, the, yeah. the Falcon. Is the butterfly or the falcon? Or I don't yeah. Know. Um, when he was demonstrating that, say if you're parked in between two cars, how on earth are those doors going to open? And then the crowd went wild because the it was a fantastic demonstration of the doors carefully opening and yeah. Whilst there's two cars parked beside it, so um and then with the Cybertruck as well, in 2019 when it was unveiled, Elon Musk was saying, full bulletproof windows. Mm. Come here, let's throw a let's throw a metal ball at the window <laughs> just to test it. It it broke. It wasn't bulletproof. But it, Damn. It, yeah, it, it it caused like a huge it, it was a it was um it was a massive like hype moment. Like it, it got a lot of people's attention, a lot mm. of media, mm. you know, so um But he does do it in this like relaxed way, which I really do appreciate. Yeah. We 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 might relax like informal like just like casual yeah yeah that sort of stuff yeah I've seen some sort of videos where he was like and even one for Elon Musk was that video where he was like someone talked to him about a design of I think it was a rocket yeah you've seen that one that's my favorite clip of him at the beginning of the podcast I I just started just said that he was like yeah so dictator you know so is that really how is that really why you changed oh yeah yeah the pointy rocket he said he said this oh what the I listened to this yesterday. Mm. He said, um, Joe Rogan was like, so did it change much? Did it make it improve? He was like, not drastically. No, if anything, it made it a little bit more worse. But he still went with it. Yeah. It was just funny. I was like, damn. Like, yeah. Imagine just making a decision because of a film. Like yeah. just some kind of cultural reference. I, I don't remember yeah. it was linked through the dictator. But what I remember was that there was this rocket design and someone who's with him was like oh crap that's a different one. yeah that sorry, is a sorry, different sorry, one sorry, yeah sorry, so sorry, in sorry, that sorry. video someone was telling him oh what if you do the design like this and he stopped and he was like huh oh right we could yeah yeah, yeah. It was let's about, get that changed it's, it's something of, i think it was about like, the thrusters or something yeah you, yeah. Like, you should add it to like the actual rocket yeah. itself and he was like oh, oh good idea. yeah, yeah and then it. and then like the subsequent like interview he had with him like maybe like a few months or so he was like, yeah, no, thanks to your um, kind of feedback, yeah. you know, it's, it's been much better. Yeah, yeah. You, you've improved but it. But so. that's, when I when I think of that laissez-faire, relax, that sort of stuff, Yeah. Um, that video comes to mind and just the way he is, just the way he talks. Wouldn't that just be just being democratic? Just like, you know, you're you're not blocking off what other people are saying. You're, mm. you're being pretty inclusive. Well, I'm, I'm not using like laissez-faire. Well, I use laissez-faire in like an incorrect context. Okay. Not to say in terms of leadership, but just sure. in terms of how he is. Okay. Like his his vibe, his mood, that sort of stuff. He's down to earth. Yeah. He's, he's, he's not stubborn. Yeah. And I, that's something I should really learn from. Like it's just like I, sometimes like, I will struggle with like when someone tells me like say like my dad or anyone else. Mm. Like, it's just a... As much as I like, want to like be like, no, like it's it's the right way of doing things. Trust me. So trust me, I know. Yeah, I, I know. It's a, it, <laughs> it's, it, it's a struggle, but like yeah. when you see like someone like Elon Musk, you know, richest man in the world. Yeah. 
act that way to just some reporter. Okay, I don't want to degrade the guy, but he was just like in that context, some reporter or whatever journalist. It's it's quite inspiring, mm. you know. Like it is the inspiring. man, he's taking on board someone else's opinion. He yeah. could have easily been like, "Shut up." Yeah. Like, you know the um, was it Ocean Gate or was that? What was I don't want to say Ocean Gate, Ocean Gate, but the the um, submarine that in Titanic. Yeah, oh. I don't know what company it was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard this as well about how the um, employee art like I think engineer or whatever. Oh. He was like to the CEO like listen oh, or someone up top. He was like yeah. listen this this is not safe. It ain't gonna work. And he yeah. got fired. Yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. And then yeah. what happened after that? So with Ocean's Gate, they they were doing like a. Uh, exploration of Titanic, yeah, and they had like millionaires or whatever, Gate, yeah. yeah, and Billion. <laughs> billionaires, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, go and explore the Titanic, and they had this submersible, which just the craziest stories about this submersible, like they controlled it using an like a PlayStation control. No, it wasn't a PlayStation; it was a third-party controller. I'm not even kidding. I I can't make this up. How can you be like thousands of meters underwater? I'm exaggerating that. I don't know the actual depth. But thousands of meters underwater, and you're controlling the damn thing with a wireless controller. Like, how how stupid do you have to be? But whatever the story was, in that case, the employee, the engineer, raised some, like, technical issues. And he was like, listen, it's not safe. And the CEO was like, no, shut up. Get out of here. You're fired. Be done with it. And it led to a disaster. Stubborn. Yeah. But I think, in general, what we can take from these sort of figures is that it's just so helpful to have someone with a good personal brand and a salesman behind your business because it can just help it. <laughs> it can just help him. You brought it all the way back now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I had to bring it back. So yeah, 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 I know. But it's <laughs> no, I had to. We've, no, we've no, diverged no, a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but it just helps so much uh, yeah. to have that. And Steve Jobs was such an asset to his company, I feel. Um, but it's just a shame that he, he passed away and um, Tim Cook took over. What is Tim Cook like now? Like, what has he done for Apple? He's Apple Watch. He's yeah. kind of been at the helm of kind of getting the Apple Watch out and now yeah. the Vision Pro. Um, but Tim Cook's just chilling, you know? Yeah. He's just chilling. He's, he's running the empire. He's 63, mm. but he does not look 63. Mm. A little bit older. He's mm. not surprised. Crazy, yeah. CEO of Apple. Not surprised. Have you seen the movie Steve Jobs, The Man in the Machine? No. It's a documentary. Well, it's a documentary. well I need to watch that then. 2015. No. I it's on Amazon Prime. Yeah, I'll catch that. Apple TV, yeah. Yeah, I was going to ask, have you seen The Pillars of the Flower Moon yet? Because it's on Apple TV. No. I've have seen you? it, yeah. Really? How was it? Because yeah. we were quite hyped for that one. Well, my issue was that I, I watched it on a, on like a one, two, three sort of platform. And it was, it was in... <laughs> It was in stages, so I would have like my lunch, yeah. watch a little bit of it, yeah. then put it away, then come back. So it wasn't like a the sit immerse, down. you went immersed. Exactly. So I don't know. I might, I might, I may give it another watch mm. on Apple TV, but yeah, no, it was a good film. Yeah. Classic Scorsese. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, but um, <laughs> Apple, <laughs> Apple. Right. Yeah, Apple, Apple. Yeah, I mean, you know, it just. Again, with all these different elements of branding, the logo, you know, the innovation, which has been baked into the company, they've yeah. innovated at every turn of the technology space. One thing that stood out to me when I was reflecting on Apple and what they've done is their stores. And I just think right. there's something so right. profound 
about their stores and I was just reflecting on it. Like, when's the last time you've been in an Apple store? I have no idea. Two months, three months? Two months ago, yeah. Yeah, but just, I remember like a few years ago even. Now today, and I don't know why, and I want to investigate why. Today I don't go as much. But I remember every time I'd take a trip to my my shopping center or shopping mall, the closest one to my house, it was like tradition that I had so to go ritual. into yeah to, ritual, go into the go Apple in. store. Yeah, you had to yeah, visit yeah. it, and there's just something about that store that just every time I had to go, that's the one store I had to visit. I had to always go, mm-hmm. and I think when you just, it's just fascinating because a store for a business is just meant to be like, uh, like a. A place just, of transaction. It's just, just meant to supply the an outlet yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But Apple has turned it into such like this, almost experience. like yeah, an experience. experience. I was gonna say yeah. part of a culture for me, but sure. that's how strong it's, it's become. It's like I have yeah. memories of going into the Apple store every time and you know taking photos and that sort of stuff on the because products. That's the thing that you, you try, you try out their yeah. products. Like I don't know, like. No one else. I mean, like when you think about it, some like you know game. Yeah. Yeah. Like, every like, an odd like game shop may or may not have like a PlayStation or Xbox for you to play. That's how I started playing PlayStation yeah, on, yeah, no, on game. Yeah. That's yeah. Um, but like Apple is all their products. Are every single display. one. Yeah. But then I mean, have you seen like where people like you have some? I think this mainly an issue in the US, but like mm. you know, you s- robberies and like you know people snatching out right. phones and all of that. Mm. But at the same time, it's, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I mean, they're not going to get that phone, but you get to try out the yeah. products. Yeah. That's, and it, that's what's cool about it. Yeah, exactly. Every single one, every single product yeah. they have, you can yeah. mess around, mess. you can do whatever you want with it. And you just experience it. And it's just looking at the design as well, the service scape, let's say. Well, it's not a service scape, the physical environment. Like just... It's the same thing. Yeah, same yeah. thing, right? Um, the physical environment of the store, it just screams future, No. It's just with the, the like sleek design, but then with the contrast of wooden tables and that sort of stuff, yeah. just everything in their design. And we talked as well about the flagship ship stores, which are even more insane, like the one on Oxford Street, is it? Oxford Street, yeah. Covent Garden. Oh, that one's even, yeah. and they have like plants and stuff, if I'm not, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah. And it's just all these things that create the experience in that, inside we, the store. When we went to Rome, they, I walked, one. I saw the Apple store. Yeah. I was going to charge. <laughs> we we got sort of lost in Rome. I was going to charge my phone in the Apple store, but I didn't get a chance. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you saw that as well. Yeah. No, I, I briefly just glanced at it. Yeah. I, I, it, it seemed pretty unique. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's, it's in Rome, so it was definitely a flagship yeah, store. Yeah. But yeah. it's just, there's something about those stores, man, that just, it's, it, it's managed to create a diff- wholly different experience separate from the iPhone. Yeah. I feel just goes back to their brand and adds to their brand. It just creates an experience. And I have so many like random memories of me just going into an Apple store. Like I remember when I was buying this MacBook, this lovely MacBook that I have here for my university. Um, and one of the salespeople who I managed to bump into by accident, uh, just so happened to be a marketing student, third year. And we would, we just had like a sort of conversation about, you know, how her degree's going and what she thought um, I should, buy in terms of my macbook what would be relevant for my course and it's just little experiences like that and their salespeople are so they're wonderfully trained as well um and it just adds that sort of experience mm-hmm. 
And again, it, it goes back to the brand. It adds to their brand and just all these different elements of Apple, which I've only deconstructed now and figured out this is why their brand is so successful. They don't just excel in this one thing. They don't just offer a good product. Yeah. They have a fant- they had a fantastic CEO uh, and a salesperson. They have incredible stores. They have a diversity of products mm-hmm. and all these things, the logo that build into this brand and make it so, how do you say, ubiquitous. Yeah. Which you've yeah, added to my yeah, lexicon. Yeah, that's a very good, uh, yeah. good um, term to use. That's just a brand, isn't it? Apple. Yeah. 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 I mean, um, I that's the stores. Like, we haven't even touched upon, like, the iPhone and how it's sort of, you know. Because the iPhone is is crazy. And so if you look at, like, um, product lifecycle, right? Mm-hmm. And every product has a product lifecycle. It goes through, you know, introduction, uh, growth, maturity, and decline. But um, with the iPhone, it has to have one of the most successful extension strategies I've ever seen in my entire life, the most lengthy one. With the iPhone, you know how it works. Like every year they uh, release a new iPhone, starting with the first one, 2007, they create the, the iPhone 3G and 3GS and then 4 and then 5 and 5C, 5S, 6, whatever, so on and so on and so on. Instead of creating new products, they just improve on their old products. But an extension strategy is just meant to like... Improve on their old products. Yeah. That's a very... You have to be careful with how we use improve. Improve. Well, today, I'm just talking about what... In, in general terms, what an extension strategy is, is to extend the life cycle. And they've had one of the most successful extension strategies on the iPhone because mm-hmm. we get a new model every single year and they've been riding this one cash cow this one product since 2007 and yeah it's just crazy when would it stop we never know never know Probably never I think no I don't think so I don't think so it's funny now because back in the day right um every new generation of iPhone pretty much was different enough to be exciting and new mm-hmm. and you know from the three to the four to the five was very different six was again yeah. a big jump seven and eight mm, not so much and then but X, then x was again x was the transformative face id that sort of stuff full no, touch screen no home button yeah exactly anymore. and they've just year by year they've just added these small innovations but that have had made like made a big impact on the iphone the way it's used but nowadays, I feel like they've dragged on the extension strategy a bit too long. And you can see if my my first thought was to go to like meme culture because just spending time with you just made me mm-hmm. think of memes too yeah. much. But uh, it's just the, the memes that I see on like, oh, the next update of the iPhone is going to have like 12 cameras this time because all they do is just change the camera every time and it's so boring. And they, the camera, yeah. Yeah. Or like yeah. the next iPhone is going to look like a hob like you know a cooking hob or stove or whatever because that was the four <laughs> have you seen that I one re- i remember like, i remember like 2012 2013 with like iphone 10 yeah someone made like a parody where the phone is just like yeah big, massive massive yeah like and then <laughs> they made a trailer for it as well oh my god someone had it in their pocket yeah and they had they had to like move their entire leg just just to walk, you know, <laughs> that, that it was the funniest yeah. thing ever. Yeah, but even even in meme culture, like it f- reflects how people, some people at least, feel yeah. about the extension strategies and where it's going, and it's just not significant enough. Mm-hmm. There's just not enough good changes anymore, 
and it's just you know. I mean, like with iPhone 15, I, I like when you compare it. So iPhone 12, 13, 14, 15. Like they made like a bit of a significant right. jump. You know, titanium phone, yeah. new chip. Um, when was the island introduced? The island. Island. <laughs> um, fourteen. <laughs> fourteen. Okay, so the fourteen was the thing. Fourteen, yeah. Yeah. Well, they introduced the island. Um, a the seventeen chip. A seventeen. A seventeen was for for fifteen, but then um, wait, um, and s- they made the uh, the cameras as well, like cinematic. They had like a cinematic option, so mm. you could. They said that in in their advertisement and all of that, they said that this can be used to like record films and like in the trailer they made, they kind of made this like fake setup or like mm. a behind the scene where someone's filming a movie but with but the, with I- the, the iPhone. iPhone. Oh, that's brilliant! Well, that's, that is yeah. genius. I haven't even tried this cinematic yeah. thing like properly. Like you wouldn't have a reason I to. I don't need to. Yeah, exactly. If if, I, if, if like I was. Nine, ten. <laughs> you would experiment I'll, I'll, with it. Yeah, I'll, I'll be in the garden, tripod, <laughs> everything. You know, on yeah. good old days. But oh. no. If um, if that was us now, it would have been. It would have been. But we've cool. we've accepted that, uh, escaped that generation. Um, we've grown up now. Yeah. Sad to think about, but um, yeah. I mean, my thought was, will it ever die? Will people get sick of it? No. Time will tell. I don't <laughs> think so. But the question is, will Apple just draw it out with? minute changes like this or will they like um even with the 14 was it 14 or 13 i think it was 14 where they went back to the square design you know that sort of stuff i think it was um oh, i think i think it was 12. was it 12 damn that long ago god i'm old mm. iphone 12 just search up iPhone 12 and you'll see. No, I know, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> it is iPhone 12, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. They went back to the brick design and all of that, which people love. But it's just, if yeah. they want to continue this successfully, I know they don't need to. Because no matter what iPhone, you always have these, and we haven't talked about the cult of Apple, right? You always have the cult of Apple to back these products and to make it a success. But it's just if they want to stand out and to shed like I feel like they have developed a bit of a reputation of making the same iPhone over again and selling it for a higher price and doing things with their company like with the in iPhone packages, they removed like the the head of the charger and now you need to buy it separately. Just their reasoning for that. I'll I'll explain it did quickly. They? Yeah, 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 they yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, removed yeah. the head. The, so in the in the iPhone box, you get a charge of the cable, and you get a head which you need to like plug into the output and charge your phone. They removed that, and they were like, "Oh, we want to remove like we want to reduce plastic in our." And cable. they removed the uh, the film as well on the Apple product. Any Apple product, there's no. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, yeah. I'm talking about the charger head, right? They removed yeah. the head, and they said, "Oh, we want to reduce plastic and stuff." And yeah. now what they do? They sell the head by itself for 20 pounds what what the hell and people saw it was it was like greenwashing they saw right through that and they thought you know that's that's a cop-out that's ridiculous um they just want to make more money out of it and they're starting to generate this brand identity of being like like premium but not worth the money that sort of stuff making uh products and new products that don't have any changes nothing meaningful behind it and if they want to shake this they need to Again, go back to their roots. Be innovative. You know, make a big change. Do something different with their iPhone. Um, something significant. 
Can I just add? Yeah. This whole idea of going back to, to you know your roots and company roots is I think it's becoming a movement. I think so too. I say this because for video games. Yeah. I'm gonna say Ubisoft. Of course. I love Ubi- of course. Ubisoft. Yeah. They've gone back to the roots. So for example, Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Huge fan. Yeah. I I, I don't know. I don't, He's I, getting excited. I, I don't like. I, I don't like talking about it too much because it's it's just I'm just like conscious that like. Oh, not again. He's going to talk about Assassin's Creed again. No, I'll never get bored. Uh, never uh, get bored. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, they went back to their roots. They went back to the, how their old games were. Prince of Persia, mm. it was initially a, a 2D kind of platformer game. They went back to their roots again. Did they have 3D Prince of Persia games? Yeah. yeah, yeah oh, yeah, yeah. I, d- I like thought... Sands of Time. Oh. Um, Forgotten Sands as well. PS2. PS2. And do you know what? Um, yeah. To compare like a Metrovania, that's the genre of... Yeah, Metroid. Yeah, yeah. Metroid also did that with Metroid Dread, where they had like Metroid Prime, and they went back to Metroid Dread, and it was super successful. Was that was that something? Was that something they explicitly said like, yeah, we're gonna go back to our or Metroid Prime Four with the three D games is they're releasing Metroid Prime Four, but it was just the story behind Metroid Dread was just crazy. Like the last two D Metroid game that they released was Metroid Fusion two thousand two, yeah, and for like 20 years nothing mm-hmm. silence on that mm-hmm. they they did the 3d games but back in the day uh after metro the last game came out they had ideas for dread planned but you uh, i don't know if you've seen any of the gameplay and like you know the emmy robots uh, the for stalker dread? yeah uh, I've, I've seen like just some short clips but just in terms of like the the like um programming and the concepts and ideas for dread yeah. back in the day they just didn't have the technology to develop a game like that and they had to shelve it for 20 years and now 2022 i think um they came back and before and they were developing it and they could bring this game to life these ideas which they had stocked away for 20 years because they were ahead of their time it's like avatar yeah like like james cameron had to just wait until technology could catch up to his ideas to do avatar too but you're right in terms of going back to and we roots like even fortnite i mean like it was something og fortnite yeah like going back to their roots um and like apple like they're going back to their roots a little bit with their design Mm. but i i I think it's becoming like a a trend yeah a movement that companies are doing because i think we've been so focused as like a technologically obsessed generation of just improvement improvement. yeah improvement go on go on keep going keep going keep going and over time these changes and improvements have become meaningless they've they've haven't added something significant and if apple want to break this mold and you know they've started to taint their brand a little bit i feel if they want to break the mold they have to do something revolutionary their roots is innovation they've always have been Mm -hmm. just the the clip that i played of the iphone bringing it was so grandiose is the only word that i can use to explain it you know we brought together the a mobile phone an internet communicator all these different aspects of your life which were separated before yeah and you bring it into one phone and something big and life-changing as the iphone they need to do that again i don't know how they're going to do it but they can't just keep doing this same regurgitate the same product every year they can't they can't yeah yeah I just, I just stamped that time. So when we make the teaser, like I'll clip in what you're just what you're talking about right now. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Oh really? I'm gonna I mean, be in the I, teaser. It's, it's a good highlight. It's oh, good highlight. thank you, thank you. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, that's just iPhone so far. I mean, successful brand, successful company. Um, one thing with the iPhone as well. I 
I've been ranting for way too long. <laughs> but um, just to finish up and wrap up, like in terms yeah. of promotions for their iPhones, what I noticed as well is that in terms of campaigning for every new iPhone, I feel like they just don't do anything significant for it. And I don't know if you've noticed that as well. How so? Like in terms of promoting their product. Right. And I think other people notice this, like the iPhone, the new models of the iPhone, they just don't have a lot of advertising behind it. Okay. Right. And that just made me think, like, do they even need to promote their products to their level? If the brand is so powerful and so all-encompassing across the globe, do they even need to spend that much money on advertising anymore? Um, How far can their brand carry their products? That's a good. That's a good question. But did you not? Did you not remember seeing any like Apple iPhone 15 adverts or anything? But there were just like one trailer of like. I'm talking like out, oh, of, out, out of, of home. home. Yeah, like maybe it, like a a billboard of just the iPhone, iPhone 15, and just the iPhone next to it. But they just don't inv- like companies and all of that stuff and the the uh, campaigns that we focused on thus far. They've been expansive. They've done stuff on social media. They've incorporated all these elements. Apple just do the bare minimum. Bare I minimum, feel. Yeah. And part of me is like, well, they don't need to. How far? They, like don't, they don't need to. Yeah. But it's interesting because I, I remember seeing some guy on the ch- on the train. He was reading a newspaper, mm. newspaper, and there was an Apple advert right in the newspaper. They still promote. <laughs> That's interesting. You know, I I was you know, one of the readings for advertising. Yeah. It was about how advertising isn't specifically designed just for acquiring which, sales. Which reading was it? it I think was, I read that. Uh, it's from week one. Hackley. Hackley, yeah. Re- 2010. I have the articles here, but... Yeah, um, I remember that one. It wasn't just about sales. It it's about... It's, a, it's about just creating brand equity mm. from exposure. So, mm. you, for example, if you see an advert of the iPhone on the billboard, you see it on the bus, you see it, you know, on social media, you see it when someone's reading it yeah. on, like, a newspaper. That That's building this mm. idea, this impression, this this uh what's the word uh, recognition yeah. you're building recognition a perception of yeah. the brand uh, that it's prevalent and it, you're thinking about it you know you, you're constantly seeing yeah. it um and, and it builds this kind of like this long-term sort of connection yeah. and understanding and from um, that article as well like yeah. it, it talked about not just drawing new customers and you know making sales because that's not really the point of it. there's that's why yeah. sales and marketing are different it's not to make yeah, sales yeah. It's to also like reassure and remind existing customers. Yeah. And I think that's what their strategy is. Just reminds people we are Apple. And that's why the logos are so important. Because as soon as you see that logo, wherever you go, whatever billboard you see, you're reminded of Apple, you're reminded of the brand. I, I, I just wanted to bring up like an example of that, you know, um, recognition, that sort of stuff. Um, I don't know if you've seen the trailer for Despicable Me 4. I have. Yes. It, I saw it like uh, Monday evening. I was like, what the flip? Is yeah, Despicable, Despicable Me 4. Me 4. Like, it was just on my yeah. recommended. I was like, yeah. yeah. What do you think? Um, do you know... God, I could I could go on for another hour. You but know what? It, long story short, yeah. just too many sequels. Why... That was someone, my first thought. Someone said in other comments, it was like, um, this is going to become the next Fast and Furious. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, I was like, oh God. And I love, I love this pick of me so no, much. Me and I was too, like, why? Too. Why do you have to do this? Why do you have to drag it out? We were fine with three. 
the trailer was a bit poor though. I yeah, would, absolutely. I don't understand the narrative at all. Like, yeah, okay, great. He's got a child now, like yeah. family and all of that. But like, there's, I don't know who the main supervillain exactly. was. I don't know like where they were going now. Yeah. Like, what's the what's the story? What's the plot? You know that you put it perfectly. Yeah. I was thinking it's so weak. Why? But it just doesn't tell it. It's just like okay, he has a baby now. Like, they go on a heist. Enigma, that you're trying to probably create more. Yeah. Maybe maybe there's a side of YouTube and there's a side of content creators that mm. do like analysis and you know. So for example, when GTA came out, there's like a lot of analysis. YouTube yeah. videos about GTA Six trailer and whatnot. But maybe there's that side of content creators <laughs> who do a deep analysis on and despicable on me, despicable me yeah. journalists and all of that. Yeah. So. Who knows? That maybe they designed it specifically that way to kind of curate earned media. Maybe, but it was um, just poor. My first impression. However, I first saw it on social media, right? And I was at home, I think. Um, this was like really recent. Like, yes, I can't even remember. My timeline is messed up, but not too long ago. And I saw it on social media, uh, as I was scrolling through Instagram, I thought, and I was like, oh, okay, new despicable me. And then I was like, oh god, it's another sequel, whatever. And you know, it didn't make the sale for me. It didn't make the sale. Then I was on the DLR home, I think, or to uni. I can't remember. It was it was uh, Creative Industries for that seminar that I was coming in, yeah. and I catch uh, on uh, out of the glimpse of the corner of my eye. I catch someone watching the trailer really? on their phone. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, that thing, so cool. and. It just made me realize now, like how marketing works, and just comparing with the the article and how it's like just a reminder, just a reminder. And at first, it didn't make the sale for me. I've seen it again, and I'm like, oh yeah. And I'm I feel myself warming up to it. I'm like maybe I should go. To Damn. Oh my god! It just did something, and I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. it was just a revelation of how like marketing it's works. Just like, it's just like down to. Oh, it's it was yeah, freaky. No, no, no. It was that's, weird. That's cool. It was cool. weird. That's I didn't cool. like that's it. Cool. I didn't like that's it. Cool. Oh, and now I'm gonna see it again. I'm gonna be like, for example, the Suicide Squad game. They, because it's obviously sponsored with PlayStation. Mm. You know, they have the kind of the, yeah. the rights to market the game. Yeah. Um. You know, everywhere. Billboards, buses. Mm-hmm. Everywhere, I'm seeing it everywhere. I'm, I was warming up to it, yeah, and I saw it on PlayStation as well. I'm like, let, let me look into this game. Yeah, I was like, it's a terrible game, um, but oh. but I was warming up to yeah. it was, because of the exposure yeah. that I was that were, that I was experiencing. Yeah, um, so oh, yeah, it was yeah. freaky. It was weird. Know, and know, now the next time I see it, I'm gonna bring it up to my siblings. Yeah, word of yeah, mouth, yeah, yeah. and they're gonna become like a sort of pester power to me yeah, and be like, yeah, let's go yeah. to the cinema this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Like literally, like, I, you were their parent or something. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> like if we're gonna yeah, go out yeah, to see yeah, a film, I'm gonna take them to the cinema. Nice, um, yeah. uh, and I don't mind. It's, I enjoy it, but I I just envisioned my whole like purchasing process for this movie yeah. and how it's gonna play. Oh, it was so weird. But That's just cool. yeah, again, just to link it back to Apple, like I always do. I like linking it back to Apple um, and the topic. But yeah. it's just. That's how their marketing works nowadays. It's yeah. just, it's not to make a sale. It's not to be like, here's the new product. They don't need to make announcements. They're just no. doing it for the brand. And this is why they've been so successful with their branding. It's just using advertising and marketing as a tool to just gain more brand equity. Exactly. And just the standard billboards, all they need is that logo. All they need is that Apple to reinforce, reassure, you know, reaffirm existing customers, their mm-hmm. cult. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that you know their products are good the company yeah. is good and that's why they've been so successful thus far but I feel like it's just getting a bit tainted now yeah yeah no um, 
That's quite interesting. Oh, that yeah, was yeah, fascinating. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. obviously we've diverged a little bit, uh, quite a lot for this. It's all good. But you know? it's just it's great fun, to talk about uh, different things yeah, and, fun. you know. Um, it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's been great. I think, yeah, we've gone a little bit, but that's fine. It's fine. How long have we... What's this This um, is now on 53. What? Yeah. Two hours? Yeah. I mean, we have talked about quite a few things, not just yeah, Apple, so yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Anyways, that was a very good conversation. Yeah. That was good. Better than, I party. Yeah. <laughs> better than the, <laughs> better than the uh, last one. The last one. Um, um, but no, yeah. Thank you for tuning in. If you have tuned in and listened to this, but I ain't the point. We had a good conversation. <laughs> yeah, that's the point. But um, anyone who has tuned in, yeah. like any of our loyal listeners uh, that are <laughs> listening right now, yeah. Um, I hope you enjoyed that. I hope yeah, you learned no, it's something. Cool, it's cool. Yeah, we hope you learned something. And uh, yeah, we'll see you in the next episode. No idea. And I'd like to, to stay that way. Yeah. Cool. Take care, everyone. Have a nice rest of your day.